Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Giggling Grind, the least consistent podcast on the internet. <laughs> wow. Great, great, great endorsement there. <laughs> it's been two months since our last episode. Oh, my God. Since we last spoke, um, <laughs> we are out of the studio or out of the office um, in our own homes currently uh, on a Zoom call. <laughs> While I monitor Mark's audio through my laptop, through his shared screen <laughs> on Zoom. <laughs> um, oh and we're dealing with COVID like everyone else. Dealing with COVID like everyone else. It literally just sounds like you're doing so- other something else other than paying attention. Why would you even say that? <laughs> because your the responses are incredibly delayed. Well, th- you're not saying anything, Steph. I don't know why. You, this is your show. Conduct your <laughs> say show. Something, say something. What do you something. want me to say? Ah, do this. Ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ridiculous. So it's been an interesting time. It's been an interesting time. I think we've definitely we've definitely been doing things we haven't laid out down on our backs and stopped. No, we have um, not. Stop functioning. We're working on some stuff creator-wise. We're rebuilding all of our websites. Well, I'm rebuilding all of our websites. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're getting started on this new thing. It's been crazy. It's been like over two months now. Uh-huh. I don't even know what I'm doing. Mark, fill the people in. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> is this So is that what you're going to go with? That's what you're doing? what yeah i've been i've been oh should i get more in detail i should get more in detail i'm sorry i've been i've been learning to keep quiet during this time really um (laughs) i never noticed this (laughs) yeah it's okay um what i've been doing Mm -hmm. is i've been at my parents house Mm -hmm. in joyzy and i have been working outside with my dad Mm -hmm. taking care of the house Mm -hmm. doing shit like that washing a lot more dishes oh my god um and i've also been working remotely on this uh on this company that we have going on we've been building stuff we've been doing web stuff i've been learning a bunch i've been i got a new therapist well i got a therapist uh-huh. um it's been it's been interesting yeah nice. what about you mark well I got a therapist too, so that's fun. I was in couples therapy before, but then now mm. I'm in individual therapy, which is really, 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 really fun. I'm so excited, and I like my woman that I ended up with because I was talking. <laughs> I like to, my woman. Yeah, because I was talking to like three different people, and then um, I I settled on this one woman, and so when I cleared the bench, I was very, very happy. Yeah, and just like keeping talk- up with like all the customers and um, all of our partners that we've ever done work with, just so that once COVID is over and we jump back into things, um, it will be good. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah, Mark's been talking to people, socializing. Yeah, I've been. Well, I've been over here doing all the heavy lifting. That's right. That's right. Because <laughs> you, you're a big, no. strong man. 
Damn right. <laughs> uh, driving my tractor. <laughs> I cannot believe you, um, you, your family. Okay, first of all, when you say tractor, I don't think that's a tractor. You have like a glorified lawnmower. <laughs> it's like a really yeah, big lawnmower. Like yeah, I've I haven't driven like I've driven real tractor tractors, and the other day we rented one. Um, but it's it's like a yeah, it's like a bigger lawnmower. That thing goes fast as fuck, though. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I've taken it out on the street to get over the neighbor's house, and that thing goes fast. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, but it's 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 fun. We've been doing work. Yes. Um, a lot of work. Surprisingly, a lot yeah. of work. Right. Yeah. We did it. We launched an Indiegogo campaign. I mean, a GoFundMe campaign. Yeah, that was um, pretty good. Seventeen hundred dollars yeah, and counting. Exactly. Um, and it's gonna. It's still going. We're still working on it. Um, what else did we do over this time, Mark? We we're rebuilding Creator, creator. We're rebuilding yeah. Creator Prince. Rebuilding Rankin Styles. Rebuilding Mark Rankin. Yeah. Rebuilding Crusader oh. Media. <laughs> what aren't we doing well what I, or what aren't i doing <laughs> um i'm learning a new platform we're gonna buy a bunch of new equipment when we get back move into a bigger office which i'm so fucking excited for oh my god yeah. you don't even understand uh so hopefully we'll find a new space and not get scammed like we almost did <laughs> tell them about that <laughs> well you tell him you had the conversation with the oh guy. my god so this falls under under like my portfolio per se <laughs> i cannot believe what i'm about to tell you guys so i so stuff is like on me um to talk to like all these like different people about like bigger spaces and stuff because a big part of what we're doing is that we are like merging creator cr creator like the art stuff with like media shit so he has crusader media which is his production company and he wants to merge that with um with creator so you know it's like a different branch so he's like we need a bigger space like we need space for shooting and this and that whatever so i was like all right let me get on you know finding different like um, office spaces and stuff he sent me some suggestions and i was looking so one of the people that we called um the guy was like yeah we have this like 500 square foot um space blah 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 talk to this girl and she'll send you videos and like the application or whatever spoke to the girl got the videos we were very happy with the space everything it was two rooms one room was like really big and then the other room was small and but it's like together obviously so i spoke to the guy and he was like no dear let me tell you how it goes <laughs> like he said dear it's 200 it's wait it's 260 square feet and both of those spaces are different and i was like 260 which makes no sense because though let, let just explain the way it was which is like one room is behind the other like you yeah. need to go through one to get to the other yeah like there's no way that they could 
sell these separately because there's no other entrance for the other room. You have to go through the yeah. big room to get to the smaller room. And it's like a washroom anyway. It's not like an office yeah. space. Anyhow, so the guy was like, um, oh, like, um, this is not, that's not how it Wait, go- did he speak this softly? He he was is like English is like his second language. Like he's some kind of like Eastern European type person. So uh, he was he was Romanian. I would have fucked him up. Oh my god, he was like, no, dear. Let me explain to you how it goes. Like everyone does it. I was like, bro, I can understand if it's two sixty and you say it's three hundred, but two sixty is like half of five hundred. There's no fucking way. You're just a piece of shit. Like that's what you are. And like he was like, no, no, no. Let me explain. Like it's called something or another. Like I was just like, okay, that's like literally the con artistry 101 like oh let me it's called such and such like no it's called being super dishonest (laughs) like you can't double the square footage and say like oh it's just like a marketing tactic yeah and then it's like oh yeah if you want the other room it's like double the price yeah for that smaller room what the fuck do you mean and it's like in the worst location too Mm -hmm. i mean not the worst it's not like you know in a horrible location but it's like not a great location yeah yeah that's it was so weird and i was just like you know what man you should go fuck yourself because like you're a piece of shit and you're a scammer so obviously we're not gonna take that space so that's great (laughs) hopefully we find another space no we'll find another space but it's kind of like a tightrope because you don't want to like we're paying half well a little less than like 20% 20% of what would no we're paying 80% of what we were paying before of our actual rent yeah. so yeah. if we're gonna give that up to get a bigger space we're gonna have to pay the full amount of the bigger space but that's that's like already already heavily well, discounted already 80% of our current space because of COVID right well that goes without like, saying it will go back it's it's gonna be yeah it's, so if we if we drop our current landlord and grab something else, then, I mean, we'll be paying the full price of the other place. Yeah, 120%, let's say, of what we currently are now. That's what it would work out to. But then yeah. we don't want to not grab the bigger space and then wait until COVID is over and then all the prices go back up yeah well i don't know about that because a lot of places are like foreclosing now and a lot of renters are like people are going getting desperate because so many people are moving out of offices Mm. because they don't have the Mm -hmm. money to pay so i don't know like i think we're in a pretty great spot to get like a nice bigger space and lock it in for like a year well gotta lock it in you know that's the main thing like we have to figure out if they'll let us lock it in because there was one space that we both really liked and then the woman was like no we can only guarantee it for six months, blah, blah, blah. Or And then the rent goes up by $1,500. It... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah. We don't need that. So weird. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I don't like shopping for spaces. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind it, but there, there are so many shysters out there. It's just like, why can't you just be yeah. honest? Well, like, in New York, it's rough. Yeah, 
Yes, yes. In New York, it's really rough. Everyone's trying to scam you. Yeah. <laughs> like, walk in with that mentality. Anything that you're going to go into, you're probably... Someone's going to try to take your money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is which is kind of bullshit. I mean, remember we had an intern. We'll not name him. Um, <laughs> But we had an intern that got scammed out of like three k in, in, yeah. in New York. Was it that and much? Then, but yeah, I think it was maybe a little. Some I think it was over two thousand, something over two thousand. Oh my god! But it happened multiple times, and I'm like, yeah. how do you not learn after the first time? Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened, bro? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like, no, oh, that's crazy. No, like, it's so sad. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of his fault. Let's, let's not lie. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're looking for a new space. We're looking to make a lot of shit happen and kind of like roll in creator productions. Yeah. Ah! That's going to ah! be very, very, very exciting very exciting right you know what i want tell me i want a big ass neon sign that says oh god (laughs) oh god here we go (laughs) really really bright blue neon sign that says creator (laughs) (laughs) that's my dream i just want it so bad (laughs) and you know what it'll be underlined in pink just for you that's for me yeah the underlining <laughs> oh my god oh that's all i want i want a massive sign that just glows <laughs> maybe you should just Blinding. have um what's his name make one for you Who? um hugo make does he do neon the dark. he doesn't make neon signs he can do like a glow in the dark no. painting for no, you no i want a neon sign that says our company name <laughs> I want a built-in piece of art that that includes neon and also art <laughs> around it. I I want uh, ridiculous things. <laughs> I want like the Amazon headquarters size office with like all of the toys that I would want. I I need a I want to have I want to be able to ride a golf cart through my space <laughs> to wow. have to get to the other side. Wow. I have a like, question. That's for how you. big of a piece of shit I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! A toilet bowl of shit. What's your question? My question is: How do you? How are you handling this whole COVID thing in terms of like mental health? Huh. That's an interesting. I'm actually doing great mentally. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Mark believes that, but I'm actually what, doing great what? mentally. I, why would you? <laughs> <laughs> don't bring me into like. <laughs> I I I've been learning a lot. I've been spending a lot of time learning and examining, and like because when I'm in the city, I don't like spend a whole lot of time with a lot of people except for you. I don't get to see like how normal people interact with one another, and then like I'm seeing that within my uh, dad and my stepmom. And, and it's interesting to see the way, like, how far I've come 
<laughs> you know, in a way, it's like, oh shit, like I, I'm a lot better at this than I was when I before, and just kind of working on myself there and like learning new lessons and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm doing good. I, it's kind of getting a little bit claustrophobic. Like I really want to be back in the city now. Yeah, I'm, I'm really waiting for everything to open back up, and like it's time for me to get back out there. Hmm. Yeah. What about you? Um. Well, I mean, I'm I'm doing a lot better than I thought I would do. Like I thought I would be like going nuts and crazy, but I feel pretty good. Um, and you know, I just know that I'm incredibly lucky to have this kind of mindset where I can just acclimate to many different environments in different areas, um, and not be completely just wrecked by it because I have friends who are really, really, really not doing well. Um, whether it's like anxiety, like if they're going to get it or whatever the case is. Or just like depression of being isolated and feeling even more alone. Because before you felt like you were alone, but it was really in your head. But now it's like for real, like you're by yourself and you could die and no one would know. So. Yeah, that'll really put a lot of people at ease. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I am very, very, very lucky. I feel like I'm more grateful now than I've ever been in my life just because I, I see what this means for other people. And then I also see that it's not having that same effect on me. Um, so I feel really good. Really, really, really good. Really, really, really blessed. Um, yeah. And not blessed, but just lucky. Because um, blessed... I don't know. It connotes like I did something to deserve this, but just like lucky. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, it, it's given me a lot of time to look at myself, you know, mm -hmm. like just really take a step back and like take a pause from everything that was going on because we were so busy and doing all the stuff all the time. We didn't really get to take a chance and be like, hey, what's going on with ourselves or something like that? Maybe I'm not going to speak for you, but for myself at least. Mm -hmm um so you know this time has been nice because i can be like okay here's where i need to improve and then like work on that and like really look at myself and be like yeah i'm good i'm doing all right and this and that and and also like i've been eating a lot healthier getting a lot less stressed out over here so once i get back to the city i'll be ready to go yeah it's gonna be phenomenal yeah, I'm very excited for, like, new life back in the yeah. city and stuff. And I think a lot is going to change. Like, people are going to be a little bit different. I think it's just going to be more paranoia. Like, oh, let's not shake hands. Let's not hug. Let's not. Oh, don't mm. touch me. Don't cough on me. Like, don't sneeze. Oh. I'm going to cough on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go around coughing on people and grabbing people whoa that maybe not grabbing people don't know i'm gonna take that back before i get arrested <laughs> uh, no i hope people go back to shaking hands and hugging and stuff what do you think is gonna be the quote-unquote new normal because a lot of people are projecting that it's never gonna go back to what it used to be what do you think yeah i mean i don't think it's gonna go back um the new normal huh 
I I mean, at Facebook and stuff, like in the workplace, at least a lot of people that can work remotely are going to be working remotely from now on because Facebook and these also massive companies, Shopify and Spotify and all these other companies are all basically going remote now. Google is everyone. So it's like, oh, we they realize that they don't actually need to pe- keep people in the office from nine to five. So that'll definitely change work-life balance and like how people kind of look at jobs um it's also going to save a lot of money for the companies and for people and save time and a lot of stuff like that um so yeah i I think but are you putting that under positive or negative i don't know i mean it depends like working from home works for some people and doesn't work for other people so it's it's kind of you know you gotta kind of see definitely because i know some people for me and i don't think it it um i think largely i just put it under lose like you know i just what working from home yeah why because you you don't have you don't you cannot engender team atmosphere and collaborative nature through a screen of course but i mean a lot of people who work are going to be working from home are not going to need to do that i don't think that's true i feel like everybody is a part of the team and everybody adds something and like motivation and drive and like competition and stuff like that you can only kind of foster those things like in person like it's the social aspect that creates these like emotions yeah it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be interesting yeah um what they're saying what's not great is like if you watch i I watched the episode of hassan minaj last night i forgot what it's about called. the rent do you have to pay rent oh patriot yeah. act the new one yeah mm-hmm. patriot act about rent mm-hmm. and like how there's gonna be like a massive housing crisis and then corporations are gonna buy up really bargain places and then like fuck renters over uh-huh. so i'm not excited about that that's not gonna be good <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah I'm, i don't know this it's gonna be a lot of positives and negatives i don't know man like a lot of people who they're like um <laughs> like i have a few friends of well actually a bunch of friends who are like oh my god this quarantine thing is like perfect i've been training for this all my life i hated hugging and touching and shaking hands anyway and i always wanted to work from my house because i hated going into the office it's totally unnecessary i I hate all those people i don't need those people i don't need anyone Mm -hmm. blah 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 And now they realize that they actually need people no they're just they're having a blast Oh, they're doing yeah. Great. They're Good like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I wanted. You know, I don't need my boss over me. Just submit my work. We have a debriefing at the top of the day and at the end, or a couple times a week, and that's it. I don't need you. Mm. You don't definitely don't need me. So this is perfect. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. Is that how you feel? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I kind of feel that way a little bit. <laughs> not not so much like the office thing, yeah. but it's like, I. i'm doing pretty good like i because i like where i work and all of that it's not really an issue and i do like going into the office because we kind of work together differently when we're in person not not so much but um 
Like in terms of like feeling claustrophobic or something or like feeling trapped or whatever, like I don't feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish I could surf, but that was mainly just because I don't have a board right now. I need to go buy a new one. Yeah, no, I, this would not work for me. Like, mm. it's, it's, it's really rough. And mm. I just think long term, like, like LinkedIn was like one of the first big company to come out and say, hey, we're going to have like a lot of our people stay at home. And yeah, um, I'm just like, you sure about that LinkedIn? Because I mean, a lot of these tech companies, it's a lot of nerds and whatever. So these people are, I mean, not incels, but like <laughs> they'd much rather be by themselves anyway. Um, yeah. Also, like you can't you can't work like if you're programming, you need to have like complete focus on what you're doing. So yeah. it's like you're not really interacting with other people. Yeah. And even in the office, like a lot of, you know, you hear a lot of stories. It's like nobody's ever talking in the office you can't talk in like a in like a programming den well most people i you, think they just wear like noise canceling headphones you're never gonna have like no a, like you're not allowed to talk like everything goes through slack hmm. like you have to slack people and it's like you're sitting right across from them but you can't talk to them because it's like other people are working around you and it's like it kind of defeats the whole purpose the whole purpose no purpose because like just stay at home bro just stay home and slack people from home (laughs) hopefully well let's see maybe it will work for some companies and not for other people but i think the long term and the far-reaching effects of like um trying to like put these things in place it's going to be like super negative for the society because at the end of the day we're social animals and if we're already being isolated so much because of technology um imagine if we say don't have a social life which is work because for most people i don't think we're being isolated because of technology are you serious i just don't believe that okay then why do more people feel alone now more than ever? And why is there like higher rates of like anxiety, depression, loneliness, all that stuff? You know, I'm not going to speak on the subject because I don't know everything about it, but I'm going to say that I don't think a lot of it is to do with, um, with technology because in the end of the day, um, I think technology, like maybe just for a little bit but as it advances like it's not it's not going to be an issue i think you have like this gross like hate for it like i i don't think you enjoy new things i think you're like ah stay very bare bones in this and i think it's a very old way of thinking and i don't like that about you i wish you were a little bit more um more uh advanced well I mean, it's not that I hate technology. Obviously, I don't hate technology. I think it's a good thing that now we're in the middle of a pandemic and me and you can still talk. It's like it blows my mind that I can take up a device and like call you and you're in Jersey and you can hear me and see me. It's unbelievable without a wire. Like, of course. But I think a lot of these things, um, it encroach on our privacy. It makes us feel more isolated and more distant just because like everything is accessible like we were in groups of 150 back in like like prehistoric well not prehistoric but like back in like 
even like a thousand years ago or so um and so like everybody felt like a part of the group and now you it's just like you feel so much more isolated because you can see everybody and everybody's like putting themselves out there and i just think technology is great but we need a lot of help figuring out how to navigate it like just a lot of help, help. yeah like a lot of help guidance it's almost like given opening the liquor cabinet to like a five-year-old kid like you know you need guidance with this stuff mm. isn't there always that hiccup though i mean with yeah any, like anything yes with every change in the society with every change as a species like there is a a time where it's like confusing like you don't know you're growing so fast whatever but the difference with now with the information age is that it changes so rapidly so you can't adjust for it i think eventually we'll be able to but how many people will have to get hurt and and that's not even that's not even just the thing it's like you have like five to ten people that controls the whole thing yeah and then that in itself is just like very very dangerous and like everybody's just like oh well there's nothing we can do about it let's just go along with it and it's like no how can you is there a blame are you saying there's someone to blame for this no i'm saying like as a people we have to like learn what these things are for and how it is supposed to be used mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. My views are a little bit more dystopian. <laughs> um, I have some interesting opinions on this, but um, I don't know. I don't know what's right and what's wrong. I have a pretty harsh look at, at, at all of this and like how, you know, I, I, in a way, it's like survival of the fittest, but. I don't know how to put it correctly, you know, nicely. Because mm. I, I, what you've been saying and I've been thinking about a lot recently has been like your your point of like people finding their strength. Mm -hmm. You know, that's been looming over my head because I was like, ah, weak people in this, weak people that, and it's like you brought that in. It's like okay, maybe that's uh, there's some uh, there's a point to this, you know, there's. Like maybe some people just kind of need to figure out what they're passionate about and what they're where they're comfortable at but see that's the thing again it's like i think people who are comfortable with being uncomfortable are kind of better my my problem with that argument that you always like <laughs> Oh my god. My problem with that argument that you always like posit is that um Okay, so for those of you who are listening, sometimes we forget that people listen to this shit. For those of you who are listening, <laughs> Steph's um world view is that it Can should Can you talk be, into your microphone? I'm talking to my mic. It should be survival of the fittest and people who are weak you know we should allow them to die off or be left behind or whatever it's okay that some people will not make it and it is my opinion or it's very very funny to me because i don't think he's pretty strong and i don't think he's pretty tough like he thinks he's tough but he's not that tough he's pretty soft 
And so when he says like survival of the fittest shit, it it always makes me me laugh because I'm just like saying that you're tough doesn't make you tough. Being in tough situation and like being tough and like standing and standing your ground that makes you fucking tough. So no, I don't think that's true. All right. I think being adaptable makes you strong. But what does being adaptable mean? So, for example, let's look at this change. Adaptable means that you can fall into any circumstance and be all right at the end of the tunnel. All right. That's what adaptable means. And I think that if a lot of people are not capable of that. Okay. So, look at this now. Let's say we, for argument's sake, we end up in a dystopian society where, like, everyone has to work from home, blah, blah, blah. And then... Um, people who are more antisocial or more cerebral, like they are thriving. Would that be survival of the fittest? Are they the fittest? No. So what is the not per se? What is the metric I mean, for the survival of the fittest? Who would be the fittest? The thing. Like at the end of the day, the fittest always come out on top, which is the people at the top. Like, and, and I don't think the fittest is like always all the time. It's the same thing all the time, but it's like per generation in a way, you know, like just because you fit in and are able to go with the flow does not mean that you're the best. And by adaptable, I don't mean falling in line. I mean, like persevering. Right. So, I mean, through trouble and stuff like, you know, some people, uh, for example, in uh, in situations, they they freeze up, they under tension and under stress, they completely freeze and they don't know what to do. And they like they just break down. Like I and then there's other people that act and they're able to like push through and and get something done. Well, I think that's the argument. I'm of. My thought process or my worldview on this whole issue is that we will always Talk into your mic. I'm in my mic. There's out if I go any closer, I'll be like eating the mic. Then can you turn up the audio a little bit because you're getting a little turn up my audio. Wait, which just one should I press? Number bit. one. Number one. Okay. Just a little bit. Just turn it up a little bit. How about now? A little bit more. It's at the highest right now. I'll just put the mic in a, my face. That's great. No, that's perfect right there. Shove it in there. Okay. So my thing is... Is that button still pressed? The 48? Yes, yes. The red button? Yes. Great. Um, my opinion is very, very different. Like, I think we have to, like, support each other because nobody is going to be you know fit for every single environment like for example like some people are just not good with the outdoors some people are just not athletic some people are just not as smart some people are just like not as quick or some people are just you know not as social and i feel like there's no quote-unquote fittest i think this is why we're more evolved than like other animals because we have the capacity to really support each other and i think that is what is gonna make us survive and then if you have like 10 people that controls basically like 
how we live and how we operate, that's really dangerous, especially because it is led by money. And that is why I like I never I'm not like my default is not. Yes, let's lead with tech or let's lead like technology is always going in the right direction. It's up to us to adjust to it. It's like, I don't think I, I don't think that makes any sense because at the mm. base of it, yes, it's innovation and like you want to solve a problem and whatever. But at the at the base of it is money and power. Like I want to be the richest guy. I want to be the the person with the technology that is the most essential i want to create the thing that no one can live without so that i have like the most power and it's mm. i think it's a very machiavellian thing that it's 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 a little scary interesting yeah i i can see that i i guess i agree with you and you're you're right like with the um like the strength and everything but I don't know, like, here's my thing, because what I was thinking about, you're right, it's like, some people are really good at this, and some people are really good at that, and some people are really good at this or that, or whatever the this or that is. But some people, like, do you believe that just, like, some people aren't good at anything? <laughs> do you believe in that No. What? That is ludicrous. Mm. Like, everybody has a superpower, but it's just that, like, our parents are ill-equipped to identify these superpowers our teachers are ill-equipped the people around us are ill-equipped um and it it we get fucked up because we think that oh i don't have any strengths i you ask a kid like what is your gift or what is your strength or what is whatever and they're like i don't i'm not really good at anything and he go oh my god who fucked you up because yeah. everybody's really 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 good at something but a lot of the times you go through these like little milestones or these little moments of clarity where somebody's like someone whom you respect, like your parent, your teacher, your coach. And they're like, you're that guy. You're a networker. You're a comedian. You're a chameleon. You're an actor. You're a singer. Mm -hmm. Like this is your place in the society. And, and most of the people around us are ill-equipped to, to help us with that. Hmm yeah huh all right fine fine no fine, not fine, fine. Like always i feel like no. always you're right and i'm wrong no. and i should go and fucking kill myself because i hate everybody no and i don't know what i'm saying i think what it is <laughs> is that maybe we should do acid so that whoa we what? can like think <laughs> outside me? of the box um okay yeah I'll you know, rain check. You take a rain <laughs> check on it? Rain check. Okay, fine. I've never done drugs, and I don't know if I will. Anyways, um, I I know I do agree with you though. I think I think you might be right. I think I'm just looking at society nowadays and it just frustrates me so much and sometimes I'm just like, ah, fuck everyone. Like people should die. <laughs> God. And this and, is my business partner. <laughs> And I, <laughs> unbelievable what have i got myself I, into obviously i don't want anybody to die but like, sure sometimes i'm just sh whoa relax this is going on public mm -hmm. um you said it don't put it on me uh, yes but i'm gonna take it back in like a kind of like joking way okay. now all right I'm gonna <laughs> play it jk <off>. <laughs> um no i don't think anybody should die but i think like 
um we it just frustrates me because you're right with what you're saying it's like if everyone was well equipped enough to be able to raise children like that then people would know their own strengths and would be able to play to that but a lot of people now just turn into massive pieces of shit listen not to say that you can't change that or fix it or help them but like a lot of the people that exist now are massive pieces of shit i just don't think it's true so for example you like every time when we have this discussion i said that you are becoming like more self-actualized because i build you up i'm that person who is like this is your strength this is your place blah 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 like of course you had an idea before but i'm gonna hold on to it and i'm gonna take full credit for like (laughs) you getting closer to your self-actualization and finding your place in the world okay that being said i think that what would be a better way for you to view this stuff is just like I've always said, which is I don't need the thank you. Just pass it on. Pass Do it on. this for somebody else. Like, I mean, I'm not tooting my own horn here, but like every day I get like message from at least one person to say, man, thank you so much for like steering me or like helping me to like see that I'm really good at this or like helping giving me the motivation or the strength or the confidence to start my own thing or do this or do that, blah, 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 whatever. And I feel like every time I say, I don't need the thank you, just do it for somebody else. And I think if we all focus on like, how can I help my neighbor? I feel like number one would be so much more fulfilled. It would be like less bleak and just depressing. And two, everybody will raise up and then we'll all learn more how to be aware, like how to identify these things to say. But then at the same time, you also say like, ah, people over 50 are done. Okay, well. I feel like right. a lot of the super old people we could do without. I'm just going to say that. So that's that what I'm there. saying. That's what I mean. Like, I'm not saying that nobody has hope, but I'm saying a lot of people don't have hope. But who are these people who doesn't who don't have hope? Like you said, over 50. No, I never said that. I said a lot of the like super racist. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I said a lot of the super old people Mark, we could Mark, do without. I remember we had a conversation outside and you're like, oh, anybody over 50, they're done. Or over 40, I think you said. Oh, oh, you mean like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, like, if you're, like, over, like, 35, that age... Oh, we're dropping down another five. Yeah, no, no, no. I've always maintained this. Like, anybody over, like, their mid-30s, they're fully cooked. I'm not yeah. going to even try to, like... Because you already have your mind, like, cemented. Like, I'm a piece mm-hmm. of shit. There's nothing good in the world. Whoa. Blah, blah, blah. So this- you're saying, like, let's delete all those people. No, I'm saying I'm not going to spend over. my time there. Okay, so you're saying let's delete all those people. No. Why would I say delete the people? But like, those people are the problem. Mm-mm. The problem <laughs> is... No, those people are literally the problem because they're the ones teaching the kids right now. No, they're the ones teaching the new generation how to be fucked up. No, the problem is people like me and you who have gotten to a level where we love ourselves. We feel pretty good on the inside. We've done a lot of work on ourselves. 
it's up to us to turn around and help the other people and just like pass it on, pass it on, pass it on. Yeah. Well, I agree with you with the younger people, but I'm not going like, to spend you my said, time with an older yeah, person. Yeah, as you said, like they're done. Like, let's just fucking get rid of them. Like, jump no, in a hole. I never, I'm not going to. If you're old and racist, then you probably should go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, bro, it's not your time anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like these your super time is gone. old guys in like politics, they all need to go. Yeah. Or same thing. Like if you still like, or if you still believe that like being, being gay, you're having like, or having your own like way of looking at sexuality is like wrong or something. Just disappear. Yeah. Just go, yeah. just go away. Like you're clearly in the wrong and it's over. <laughs> yeah. Those people should go. Yeah. And it's just like that's that's it just clean them up clean them <laughs> up and get out of here <laughs> we have other mouths to feed yeah i i agree with that <laughs> so yeah i i don't know i have a big problem with like with people not letting other people be themselves like be other people yeah that's super weird to you me. know like why does it matter to you what this person is doing yeah stay the fuck out of their life yeah, that's that's really weird to me. I just um, I never understood it. And you know what's so yeah. funny? And I'm anybody just... who supports Trump just Whoa. Yeah. Okay, you now know we're getting political. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, I don't care. I don't care. I'll get political. <laughs> oh if you supported god. Trump and you're not making a few million dollars a year and are doing purely for tax benefits, just fucking jump in a hole. Wow. You see, like this is why we can't go on Twitch. Nah, it'll be all right. I'm definitely keeping this in. <laughs> so tell the people what you think about the whole Twitch thing. Like you want to do the Twitch situation. Let's yeah, live streaming it. on Twitch. I I want to do it. I like it. I'm so excited by it. I don't I don't like. Here's the thing. I think you're really worried about the things I have to say, but I'm not too worried because I don't really. I'm not that offensive. Okay. <laughs> like i don't think i'm that offensive of a person like a lot of the things i say are just shitting on people who haven't gotten better like i'm all for non-binary people and all for lgbtq and i'm definitely not well i i would let you say if i'm racist or not because okay. you know um but i don't think i'm racist and like i'm very accepting of people and like uh stuff like that but i have strong opinions on certain things and I think that's okay. Like I, I think that's a good identity for me to have because I've always had strong opinions. Yeah, but if you, if you, if your strong opinions will get our business taken away from us, I don't think that's gonna happen. Gonna... What strong opinion have I had? Like, have you ever, like, what do I do that's like so bad? Well, when you just say like all the like, if you support Trump and you're not a multimillionaire, like you should go kill yourself it's like yeah fucking what if, what i did if, it like, i did whoa 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 i did not say go kill yourself i said jump in a hole okay so jump in a hole and not die you guys um, do whatever you want to do in that hole but just okay just go got it um yeah i'm gonna say that but what stuff. if like, like I, half what what if half of our customers are like trump supporters <laughs> then I do not want my fucking business to be those people. Oh my god! So you're saying you'd be Mark, fine doing without that market share? 
Mark, that's like saying, that's like being like, oh, I don't care who my customer is. Like, I just make weapons of war. I sell to both sides. Whoa. I think that is very different (laughs) than us selling art. (laughs) No, I think it is not because I don't want to fucking be associated with anybody who supports that fucking piece of shit racist. Whoa. That guy is a fucking motherfucker. Oh, my God. That's not who I ever want to identify with or sell to or anybody. Those are not those are not good people. Those are the people holding society back. All right, well, there we have it. <laughs> <laughs> there we have it. Mm. <laughs> I'm like I don't I don't care. Go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself. Oh, God. I don't know what to say. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Not my not my client. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, while I'm at it, I'll tell Nestle and Coca-Cola to go fuck themselves too. Oh, you don't like them either? <laughs> yeah, they're horrible. They're horrible corporations. The uh, Coca-Cola have been around forever. What what so can you tell me about this? Wait, do you not know about no. this? They're horrible. They are fucking horrible. Okay. They well, they Coca Cola owns most of the food and beverage industry. Yeah. Um, and they do horrible things. Well, I'm gonna say Monsanto is definitely the worst out of all of them. Who? But like, Monsanto. Who is Monsanto? Agriculture. Agriculture. Yeah. So they they do farming and stuff like that. They are horrible people they're like the worst it's they fuck farmers over they take land they basically steal land from people and just fucking lie and everything they're horrible people um and coca-cola is the same like they do horrible horrible things and then they pass like really horrible legislation and they change the fda rules for like looser restrictions on food so they can put more chemicals and shit in your food and like fuck you even harder and get less information on labels and do all sorts of shit like all these companies are terrible, terrible corporations, mm. just led by the shittiest people. <laughs> and you think the tech people are any different? No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're not. But there's also like good big corporations. You see, like this is what I don't understand. Like when you speak out against like these corporations, because you're pretty vocal about that stuff. Like you speak out against these corporations, but then at the same time, the tech people are even more divisive because like they sometimes, they sometimes I'm not saying you... that I'm not saying I'm not saying that that I'm not saying that it's only these companies. On tech, I agree with tech is the same way. Because look, a lot of because the time. It, let's do the comparison. Let's say Google's a really fucking horrible company too. They they make people lie and steal and do all this horrible shit. They're not good either. And like same thing with Facebook, same thing with a lot of these other companies. Because when you look, the reason why they need to add more chemicals and more this and that and synthetic shit is because they want to make you addicted to the stuff. Of course. And and it's the same thing that the tech companies are doing. They study your behavior and they know what you like. And it's like bait. They keep like making, they make, they have the people there in the labs to make the shit addicting. Yeah, of so, course. So, 
it's literally the same thing so when you are this like big proponent like big tech big tech blah 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 you know steal my privacy i, I have I've nothing never, to hide i've never said that i've never been like a uh, big tech big tech anything yeah you said it's it's fine we just need to adapt to it and you also think, said you don't I, care no, about the privacy no. invasion i think you mess i think you miss a lot of that I think the our illusion of privacy, like it, privacy, is a, is an illusion. Like we d- do not have any of it, especially in the digital space. And you don't think it's been eroded like aggressively? I think it's already been gone, and people are just like now realizing it. Um, but my thing with big tech is like if it's done right, it can. And I'm looking at the good side. It's like if it's done right, it can be amazing. It can be fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of the time now it's done wrong. And that's why I'm saying it's like I think this is the learning phase where the technology is like super, super basic. And as we get better and improve, like it's going to get a lot more streamlined. It's going to get better and people are going to start learning. It's the same thing with when now we have the whole vegan revolution and like people eating healthier food and stuff like that. And before people didn't even know what high fructose corn syrup was. And now everybody's like, I only eat vegan and chicken breast and fucking uh, like grass. I eat grass like a fucking sheep. Cause I'm a fucking sheep. <laughs> um, and they, and it's different now. Everything's like getting better. You know, like everyone, once food started getting really unhealthy and horrible, people were eating it and buying it. They're like, Oh my God, this is so great. It's great. It's healthy. It's this and that. And same thing with smoking. People are like, oh, my God, smoking is so good. It's tasty. It's this. It's good for your teeth, apparently, or whatever the fuck they were saying in their <laughs> advertisements. Um, and then people learn and adapt it as they like over a little bit of time. And it's the same thing with food. And I think the same thing is going to happen with tech. It's like people are going to re- realize and be like, oh, fuck, like shit, tech. And then like only use good tech. I think the danger is with the tech it's almost like you have no choice like same thing with food mark no i think the food is different you always have your choice number one you can always grow your own stuff number two you can go to the farmer's market and get the real shit from the small guy with do you have there's no alternative to facebook there's no alternative to fucking netflix and instagram and zoom there's no alternative like you have to use it what would be the alternative What's the old dated alternative? The only alternative is going backwards in technology. No, that's what I'm saying. And that is the danger. I'm not saying that it's not true. It's very true. But like you can just not use it. No, you can't not use it. That's the problem. There are many people who just don't use it. Steph, we know. You can live off the grid if you don't want to. Okay. Who are those people? (laughs) People who want to. You always have a choice. No, you don't have a choice. Because if you live in the civilized world... Your boss is going to hand you a computer or your business is going to hand you a computer and say, hey, man, get onto our social. You need to get on the website, upload your shit, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm going to send you this doc. You send me that document. Give me your email. What? Find a different job. No, there's no job without that stuff. What do you mean? Like, give me a job. Waiter. farmer okay all right great so all the people (laughs) at the bottom of the economic okay you want me to okay you want me to say someone who is high at the top right yeah let's think about it i'm open you can change my mind if we if 
if it's reasonable. Pro wrestler. All right. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Pro wrestlers, they don't have to have a website and use social media to promote themselves and get bigger and make more money. They don't have to do that. Who has to do that? They can just just show up and fight, of course. (laughs) Just show up. Just show up in the ring and fuck some shit up. Fuck some shit up. That's how it goes Um, with these guys. Who, who, Who at the top, at the very, very top? I mean, I don't know, Mark. It's the same. You can't escape it. That's the problem. That's why we have to be really, really careful. And then the problem is you have your freedom taken away from you because you can't be careful. You have to use the stuff. That's the problem. Like, if you want to eat clean food, you go to your farmer's market, you get in touch with a local farmer, you go to the local grocery store, and you buy clean stuff. But with the tech, what bothers me, and there's no solution to it. I'm not here saying like, oh, you know, I have the answer. And that's the part that is very, very scary to me is that there's no alternative. Hmm. And that's why I've been learning a lot about um, the antitrust stuff and like where that came from and why it's so important. Yeah, And it's very, very interesting. Like when a company gets so big and it just like eats up its competition, it's like it should be a game like me versus you. And then the more competition, the better it is because like, you know, prices are lower and better um, product gets um, output because like we all have to fight to build the best service or product. But then when you say, you know what, I don't want to play against anything. I'm just going to tell my my opponent to get off the field. Yeah. It's like, why that doesn't make any sense. But also at the same time, you can still beat those players. No, you can beat them, but you can't tell them to get off the field by like buying no, these can't. companies. No, 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 no. I mean, like if you're even if you're a small company and you want to beat the big players, you can do it. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Steph. One example, um, diaper.com. Amazon took a hundred million dollar L to make sure that this company was dissolved. They underpriced them so aggressively. And of course they had all this disposable income. They could have they could do whatever they wanted. And Jeff Bezos took a one hundred million dollar like loss just so that he could get these people out of business. And he did. And he has done that with multiple companies. He's like, oh, you're not going to sell? Watch what I'm going to do to you. Isn't that how competition works? No. I think it is. No. When you have two opposing gas stations across the street from each other, one person doesn't take like a super loss so that you have no choice. It's just like, you know, I go one cent lower than you. You go one cent lower than me. I up my, um, my, the quality of the gasoline. Maybe I add like a super premium or maybe I have extra service or like I, Mm -hmm. the people are super nice or I make it super pretty, but like, you know, back and forth. But when you say, okay, I have a hundred million dollars in the bank. I'm going to put it all on the line. So I'm going to undercut you by like 20%. So everybody will know that I'm way cheaper than you. You don't have that reserve to do the same thing that I'm doing. You're done. When is competition or life ever fair? Ever. 
like i i think that's i think that's a ridiculous thing that's like a real like soft way to look at life and society not to say that there shouldn't be rules in place for corporations and stuff but like maybe they should have just adapted a little bit better i don't think it's about adaptability stuff like for example with black versus white or minority versus the status quo Mm -hmm. something that taraji said when she accepted her emmy changed my life she said people are saying that you know um if you're talented you will rise to the top and da 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 doesn't matter your skin color this and that like um you can make your own way the truth is if you don't have an opportunity you will never be able to show what you can do Sure. So I think just like if you're an actor or an actress, you have to have the opportunity to play a role so that you can show what you can do. Someone has to give you Mm -hmm. that opportunity. Sure. And we should make that, you know, so that they can't lock out one group of people. So, for example, like new stuff that they're putting in right now, like making you know, a portion of the boardroom in like companies, like a portion of your board of directors has to be women or minority or whatever, or like a portion of the 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 team making a movie, like the grips and the crew has to be like women or whatever. It's the same thing. Like in in business, I think there has to be rules. Like it can't just be like, the wild west because it gets like very very aggressive and then because some people are already at an advantage it they can keep other people out yeah i mean i listen i'm still holding to my to my um argument which is um life is never fair you have to just be better i mean i mean why wouldn't you use your advantage in a fight? No. If you if you had a gun and somebody else had a knife and you were standing 100 feet away from the person, why would you not use the gun? Well, here's the thing, Steph. It, it sh- it's not... I think when it comes down to it, it should be a game and not a fight. In it a- is a fight. It's not a game. It's a fight. It's always a fight. Life is a fight. no it shouldn't be a fight because if it's a fight then that's where you can do underhanded shit i'm gonna show you why it's a game and not a fight the sec like when wall street came to be a thing like financial trading and stuff became a thing one group of people had the monopoly on it because they were the business owners and the traders at mm-hmm. the same time. Then they put in yeah. the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission, and that is like the referee for the match, which the main rule is no insider trading. Insider trading, you know what that is. And for the listeners who don't know what insider trading is, I have a company, my company trades on the stock market. I tell you as a person that, hey, I'm going to make a big change in my company Um, whether it is like I'm going to fire somebody, there's a big scandal that's about to come out or something drastic is going to happen. The best way to say it is like, hey, we're dropping a new product. You tell somebody who's in the stock market, hey, I'm about to drop a new product. It's going to be 
10 times better than any competition. You tell that person, buy 100,000 sh- shares of my stock. Because you'll make a shit ton up. of money. Yeah. Yeah. And then you announce the product. The stock shoots up into the sky. And they that person is already at an advantage. Yeah. That is illegal. Exactly. Why, why, why should that be illegal if it's a fight? If it's a fight, it shouldn't be illegal because it's not my fault that I have a friend who is a big-time business owner. No, no. I agree with you. It's like... I'm going to say somewhere it's in between a fight and a game, Mark. No. Because go ahead. Here's the thing. Even in games, right? Everybody pushes the rules. You push the rules to get the advantage. Like give me an example. Okay, so in F1 racing, for example, F1 is probably the best example or car racing in general. Mm-hmm. Teams are constant because the cars are so fucking close and the teams like the drivers are like insane. Right, so it's like the tiniest things make the biggest difference. Yeah, and it's like the the um the the regulators, the the referees, and the the rule makers. Um, fuck, what's the um? Anyways, um, I forget the name of the 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 people who regulate racing, but basically, if you are able to kind of find a rule that's not a rule like find something that's not a rule and then make something and then have it approved you'll basically for a few races until they make a new rule be able to use that thing mm-hmm. so like f1 for example no longer allows um actually you know a simpler example because this <laughs> is like aerodynamics um lotus one year was like i know how to make my car go way faster like seconds faster which is an insane amount of yeah, time of course. on the track um they decided hey we're gonna build a car with instead of four wheels we're gonna put six wheels on it Mm -hmm. and there was no rule against that so they were able to race a few times with it and they won by like 10 seconds Mm -hmm. and and then the and then they banned it but they still got the wins because it still was in the rules Mm -hmm. right so it's i think it's the same thing with the way business works where it's like okay jeff bezos Maybe it wasn't a very fair thing for him to like crush the other business, but it wasn't a rule against it. He did it. He won. You know, job done. Move on. And maybe there's another company that'll say, hey, I have a rule that I can break, you know, and like manipulating the rules to your advantage. Right. So if you're at the low end, you're like, hey, I can do something that will that I'll be able to fuck over Amazon because I'm the small guy and this rule plays to advantage for me. So I think it's just like, I really do think it's just adaptability. It's like figuring out the smartest and best way to like, to get one up on your opponent. I don't think, I don't think that's true. I think an unfair advantage is never like the right way to go. And then what we're talking about here. But every company has an unfair advantage. Every company has an unfair advantage because if you're already established, you can put more into marketing. You can put more into this. You can put more into that. You Mm -hmm. can -hmm. can basically like instead of seeing other people's ads, you can outbid them on the thing, right? Mm -hmm. So with diapers.com, let's say if he didn't want to undercut them, he could have basically went to his marketing team and been like, okay, Find all of the keywords that they're doing. Take $100 million of my budget and make our bids like $60 per bid, right? So there's no way they could win any bid on any ads. And then Amazon always showed up instead of them. There's always a way to get around it. I just think stuff like that is like very, very, very dangerous for the society. Um, Why is a monopoly 
a bad thing. A monopoly is different, though. But that's where we're headed. I don't think that's at all where we're heading. So I don't. I don't believe that. We are definitely headed towards an e-com monopoly. Of course, they're going to be mom and pop, like physical brick and mortar stores. But we're headed towards an e-com monopoly. Sears, Neiman Marcus, J.C. Penney's. Um, uh, well, they just didn't adapt. And like all these other people, like they're in like major trouble right now. Neiman Marcus completely closed, and like all these other companies I just mentioned is like in serious trouble. Yeah. Um, and it might have been adaptability issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for the most part, what we're doing is like very, very dangerous. And I think what's going to happen with you Amazon, think that it's going to be an e-commerce monopoly, right? That's where we're headed. I so think, I, I think what the, if I told you this, okay, someone is able to, um, make, a logistics company mm-hmm. that is able to do the same type of shipping as Amazon, same free two-day delivery, mm-hmm. but for custom stores, like, um, for example, I've been doing a lot of research on lighting and cameras recently. So let's say for um, RE cameras, no, not RE, for Canon cameras mm-hmm. directly off their site. So rather than having to go to Amazon, you still get the breast price directly from the manufacturer without the markup, and you still get free two-day shipping. Right? They won't be able to do it at the scale that Amazon is doing it at that price, like that price point. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe there's a way to get around it. I don't know the way, but maybe mm-hmm. there's a way to get around it and grow a customer base to the point where, yeah, they will be a true competitor and then get even better than Amazon at that point. I don't know, bro. I think I really do think it's all competition. Like, no, if you I think... want it bad enough, you will get it. Listen, I want people to understand because, like, you know, this conversation, it might make me sound like one of those, like, super woo-woo, like, super swafty. Steph can tell you, no, when it comes down to business, <laughs> I'm very aggressive. But yes, he is, yes, I he is. think there has to be, like, rules to the game. Like, it can't be so the So what are the West. rules? Let me ask you that. Maybe that'll help. Like, you cannot what aggressively, like, undercut. You cannot eradicate your competition with like using your um like very like super aggressive um methods like by like aggressively undercutting your prices like i don't so how else would you get rid of your competition put out a better product faster shipping you know like you can lower your prices but you can't say all right one diaper is ten dollars for ten and then you start selling a dollar for ten you can't do that. Like the antitrust law should like kick in at that point. And it will like Amazon, yeah. like they're going to get fucked up, bro. Because like as soon as Trump is out, the antitrust people will be able to do what they're going to do. And they're going to rip that company into like 10 pieces because that has happened yeah. multiple times in American history yeah. with Apple, with Rockefeller. I don't know if it yeah. happened with Apple. Did that happen? It did happen with Apple. They had to split. Oh, really? Yeah. How did that go? They their shares dropped half the price and doubled in the amount. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think that's going to happen to Amazon, too. Which 
what i don't have a problem with is like them going into different industries like video and music and all this other stuff that they're doing like um like aws is amazing like that is so much better than the other options that aws yeah amazon web service like their cloud service oh yeah, yeah yeah like their cloud service is so much more secure than than like a lot of the stuff that were out there before and i think that's phenomenal like put out a good product but don't try to get rid of your competition that's my problem like don't so you're saying instead of marking down your prices and taking a loss um make uh basically you're saying make a diaper that really is one dollar for ten no (laughs) <laughs> no, make a diaper that is like slightly better than your competition so that people will come to you, but don't crush the other people. But but what if you're like, let's say you're like, okay, we want to do this. And then you figure out a way to make a diaper that's just as good as the competition big, for 10, for $1. Big, well, if that's possible. And make a profit on it. Well, if that's huh? possible, then do it. But typically Great. it's impossible. No, don't say impossible. Nothing's impossible. Okay. All right. Um, but okay, I can see where you're coming from. I can. You can't take a loss to 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 edge no, out. No, you cannot. No. I see. Okay, that you know what, and actually that makes sense because there's a law like that in the car industry. Oh really? Yeah, you can't you can't take losses on vehicles to. It's it's like there was a lot of lawsuits with Toyota when mm-hmm. they came out, like when they were bringing stuff over to the U.S. Mm. Um. But see, this is like unfair competition too because then like the government stepped in, right? So Toyota and we can do it for motorcycles too. It's the same exact story. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about the motorcycle one because I'm a little bit more familiar with it. Um, uh, Honda was starting to make the Super Cub, which was a very cheap, very reliable motorcycle for people in the US, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like for everybody around the world, it's the most sold motorcycle in the world. Yeah. Even today. Okay. And they brought it over to the U.S. and like, uh, again, like Kawasaki and um, Yamaha were also building motorcycles and they brought them over to the U.S. for way cheaper than any Harley Davidson. Mm. But then the U.S. is like, no, fuck this and imposed massive taxes on them. So even though Honda was still making a profit and all these other companies were making profits, mm. it was undercutting the competition hardly mm-hmm. so bad that the government's basically like, fuck off. Well, that is just protecting your own country. Harley-Davidson is an American company, and they were just like protecting themselves. Harley-Davidson should have just made a better bike. No, what you're saying is now Harley... dying again. No, what you're saying is Harley-Davidson should have made a cheaper bike. Yeah, a better bike. No, because no, no. Harley, Here's the thing, though, wait, Mark, aren't no, the Harleys better than the Honda? No. It's not? It, okay, so Harley only has a high-end motorcycle, which is like mm-hmm. in the twenty to $30,000 range, which is super expensive that is for true. a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Um, Honda, Honda and Kawasaki and Yamaha all have like seven, eight thousand dollar motorcycles, mm-hmm. even less than that, five thousand, some of them. Mm-hmm. Basically, the US is like told them to fuck off with the entire industry, right? So the only option in America was a Harley, which was 20K, mm-hmm. 30K. 
So they did not even they they only had this single market. Mm. So it they didn't adapt at all. And it was the same thing with like the truck, the Tacoma when it first came to the US. Mm-hmm. Um the competition was the 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 Chevy and all that, but then they made this um and Datsun, which is now Nissan, um brought over their trucks, their small body trucks. And they couldn't compete, and they had to impose massive taxes on them for for Ford and for Chevy to compete. I don't... When they didn't adapt. I don't necessarily have a problem with protecting yourself as a country. No. That... No. uh, I don't know. I mean, that's like your child stuff. Like, that's what the that's what the government is supposed to do. Like, protect us from, like, fucking... Like, but it, it doesn't protect the country. It does not protect the country. It protects just one company who's failing to adapt. But don't you think... Well, first we of all... Govern- no, Mark, we have government to protect people, not to protect no, companies. No, but the, it does protect the people because all the manufacturing that happens in, in America is, like, super under attack. Because, like, other countries do it for cheaper and it's not like it's a better product no no you're missing what i'm saying though i understand where you're going with this i'm saying that um in the u.s it was like it was it's not like um for example t-shirts made in the u.s compared to t-shirts made in china right right obviously the ones made in the u.s cost more and are better and well not always but usually are better yeah um but if you take one of if you take the things that are like of the exact same quality right if you take two t-shirts one made in china one made in the u.s of the same quality right Mm -hmm. and you compete at that level then it's fine but what was happening was that japan was bringing over these cars that were like really good quality Mm -hmm. that were cheaper and the U.S. did not even have a product to compete with them. It's mm. not like they had an, an equal thing, right? Yeah. So they're fucking over the people who can't afford the more expensive thing. Mm. Japan was offering um, was offering something for the lower end market. They weren't competing at at the level like at the price point and at the market that Ford was or Chevy was. Mm-hmm. They were going at a. They were undercutting them with a different style of truck, mm. and ford and everything just didn't have anything to compete against them Mm -hmm. with at that in that class Mm. so that's what i'm saying it's not like yes protect it and be like hey it has to be around the same price like there's a big import tax so like you have to end up selling it at the same price as as in the u.s but if you don't even have anything to compete against it you can't be like ah fuck out of here I don't know. I feel like I feel like that like across like country lines, I think it's a little bit different. I totally get what you're saying. But I think it's a little different. Like that is like you creating something and want to play in my league and you're like undercutting what the fuck I'm doing and what I created here for my people. Like But if I've made something better, no, but this is for cheaper. No, but this is my game. You're competing on my turf. No, it's not your game. Yeah, it is. It's the world. It's not your game. Fuck you and your game. <laughs> 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 I 
I'm here to fucking put my balls in your face. This is my game too. It's no, the world. It's no. Like, the world is a market. No, like, Steph, listen. Everybody no. wants to compete in America. I watched Casablanca yesterday for the first time, and it was very, very nostalgic for me. Like, have you ever seen that movie, Casablanca? Casablanca? No, I okay. haven't. They said it's one of like the best movies in ever made i don't see it but mm. steven forced me to watch it um nice <laughs> and everybody wanted to come to america everybody wants to compete here everybody wants to play in our league oh my god i can't believe i said our league i'm not american for those who don't know i'm mm-hmm. i'm i'm jamaican well you know whatever but i immigrated <laughs> okay. here <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, Oh my god, what the fuck? Keep trying. Ugh, existential crisis. Um but yeah, like if you want to come here and like, you know, compete in my turf, like you you know, you got to put some skin in the game. You can't be like making your shitty products overseas and just want to like dump it on my people and then we're making quality shit and then, you know. No, of course not. I agree with you. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like when Toyota and Honda did that, they were bringing really high quality shit over here. That was like better than what Ford was making at a way lower price, and uh. they couldn't compete. But and it wasn't so much because they were paying, they were underpaying their their workers. It wasn't like like what's happening in China now with like you know uh, sweatshops and stuff like that. Yeah. It was because they actually got better at manufacturing than us they were able to do manufacturing in a way more efficient way, therefore saving a lot more money. I think we, I think in order for us to have this conversation, like we would need like someone who really understands like geopolitics and economics, because I think it's way more than just like, this is my turf, get the fuck out of here. I think it has a lot of like economic ramifications for America and uh, like, um, like the people who work on the Ford plant, like if if we allow all this like competition in without like it being like super um, strenuous for them to get in, like what it can do is like it can undercut our stuff and then our plants have to close and then it would like dissipate or like destroy yeah, certain no, I, communities. I agree with you. So I agree. With you. I don't think I'm fit to have this discussion Yeah, because all I right. think it's just all too right. complex. I think, you know what I think? Mm. I think that we're an hour and 25 minutes in this conversation. I think it's time for us to end. Yeah. What would you like to um, wrap up on? I, I Let me wrap up first since this is your thing. Um, uh-huh. I think that we should be kind. First of all, tell the truth to yourself first and then to the children but what? Tell, tell the truth. <laughs> oh my God. No, you have to figure out a better way to say this so you don't sound like you're fucking preaching. No. Tell the truth. <laughs> oh God. To yourself first. Pastor Rankin? Is that you? <laughs> no, uh, actually, Maya Angelou said that. You know, she said, tell the truth first to yourself and then to the mm. children. Um, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. No, but like, I think a big problem that we're experiencing is that people lie to themselves and it makes me really, really sad because lying to yourself, it's like cheating on a scale. It's like you calibrate it to take off 10 pounds and you stand on it. And you're like, look at me nice and thin. 
And it's just like, that is so stupid. <laughs> you will never actually improve if you keep lying to yourself. So yeah. my, what I would like to do to, is just like encourage people to tell the truth to yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. just be kind to your neighbor and be aggressive, but, you know, to the point. And your yeah. conscience will tell you what that point is and you just listen. I think my most imp- my takeaway, my what to say, what how to wrap it up, learn your value mm-hmm. of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because once you figure out how much you're worth, then nobody can take that away from you. This is true. So this is very true. This is good. I'm so happy I did this. I was like not feeling so hot earlier, and now yeah. I feel pretty good. You know what? Last thing to wrap it up. I I had to walk Mark through all of this, like oh my to install God. everything and how to do that. And I really, I've been really working on like being relaxed and like not getting frustrated. Yeah, you did such a and good I job. And I think it went pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I I'm love getting you better so much. Thank You're like I love you too. One of my favorite people. <laughs> you keep saying one of, like you keep telling me that, and I'm gonna kill myself. You want to be my favorite person? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> i'm so sensitive i'm gonna start crying and he says he's like the fit of the fit no no no. all right guys till next week goodbye i love you (laughs)